toes. Nothing worse than somebody trying to air your business. They love to start an issue, but never care to finish. They want to tarnish and tear your image and do things the hard way, like trying to mow the lawn with a pair of scissors. Look like somebody scribbled on your face with a pen. I'll just eat some popcorn and wait for the end. I told you before, you're dealing with a different beast. Make room at the table, it's my turn to sit and feast. Everything I release is freshly fried chicken grease. Catch a real bad buck, 50 chin and cheeks. It ain't negativity, it's just reality. I'm from an era where you got stuffed in the trunk casually it's sad to see somebody good become a casualty the yin and the yang celebration and tragedy you ain't fentanyl, all you might all i piss you off to a point you put a fist through the drywall that's the way it goes this ain't even a contest peace to everyone who contributed to this project thank you it's been a hell of a process my story and journey started in jersey god bless i'm driving in the rain in a zone while i'm trying not to hydroplane i'm just driving in the rain Zoning out, just driving in the rain. I'm driving in the rain. In the zone while I'm trying not to hydroplane. I'm just driving in the rain. Zoning out while I'm driving in the rain. Clear my thoughts while I cruise down the interstate. Can't remember how many hours I've been awake. It's kind of soothing, these rain showers is in my face. I cut the phone off because the world is crowding my space. This Heineken in my lap got a sour taste. After some thinking, am I done drinking? It might be too early to really tell I used to wonder if God could really hear me yell In the meantime, I gave you MC's a clinic No screen time by some, I'm labeled a cynic I write the type of shit that you won't be able to mimic I'm a money getter, walk away with the cake and the spinach I'll make you reevaluate your lyrics I sit and wait while you recalculate the difference It's first class versus coach in the middle seat Pro versus Little League, I'll even let you pick the beat even on a snowy night, I deliver heat right. Everybody wanna reach for the biggest piece Mark my word, you gon' hit repeat You can find me in any hood like a motherfucker with missing teeth I'm driving in the rain In a zone while I'm trying not to hydroplane I'm just driving in the rain Zoning out, just driving in the rain I'm driving in the rain In a zone while I'm trying not to hydroplane I'm just driving in the rain Zoning now while I'm driving in the rain. Yo. Yo, what's going on, brother? What's what's good, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You hear me? All right, perfect, perfect. Yo, yo, no doubt, no doubt, man. This is for the DJs, you know what I'm saying? And we got a special guest today, Prop Hustler. What's going on, fam? Chilling, man, working, you know, working. That's Staying busy. What's up, man? That's what's up. Well, you got a lot. You got a lot to be thankful for, man. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving is right around the corner, man. Absolutely. Today, you know, you got to show the love, man, to, to what's going on. No doubt. So, hey, listen, I'm getting like feedback. You got your headphones on? Yeah, yeah, I got my headphones on. Okay. Uh, I don't know why it's going, why I'm hearing that. All right, there you go. I think it sounds better now. Yeah, so tell us, man. I mean, like I said, you got a lot, you got a lot to be thankful for. You know what I mean? You got the new album that's out, you know? Yeah, man. Nostalgic energy is called nostalgic energy. 
Um, are you still getting feedback on this? No, no, I'm okay. not getting feedback. Okay, yeah. So the album is called Nostalgic Energy, and um, it's uh, 16 joints, and has seven different producers on there. So, um, you know, it's a it's it's a dope kind of feel as far as like the sound goes. You know, good variety. Um, production we got Simple Cuts, Op Super, Jay Depina, Domingo, Foulmouth, Tobes, and uh, Noise Machine. So it's a solid lineup of production. And um, as far as features go, we got, you know, legendary um, legendary MCs on there, like Pace One from The Outsiders, Young Z, Bizarre from D12, uh, you know, Marv One, you know, the world famous battle rapper, and uh, my man Squabble the Great. And, uh, you know, the project was mixed and mastered by my man uh, Nate Contra. And um, it, took a, it took a minute to put it together and curate it, but... Uh, yeah, definitely uh, grateful for for the process and being able to see it from point A all all the way to um to the finish line. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the best way to do it, man. You know, and you could definitely tell, you know, everything that uh, you know, all the effort that you put into it, also, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I take the writing process like really serious. Like for me, um it's my least favorite part of the process. Like I actually hate writing. I can't stand it. It, it, um, it's stressful for me. So <laughs> I'm real meticulous about it. You know what I mean? Like just the songwriting process. Like I take it real serious, like hook writing, writing hooks. I'll write a hook and rewrite it until, until, until I get it right. As far as verses go, I mean, I don't rewrite verses. I might like change the line once in a while, but as far as like, you know, I'm real serious with the wordplay, the metaphors, with the punchlines, you know, um, being able to tell a story and, and, and a lot of substance. You know, I tell jokes sometimes in my rhymes. You know, I got like a, a raunchy sense of humor. Sometimes you hear that and other times you hear like real serious uh, subject matter. But so it's a wide range of, of like style. But um, mm -hmm. my favorite part of the process is picking the beats picking the production. I'm real picky about that. Um, once again, real meticulous about it. I have a very good ear for, for, for beats, for music, because I have a, a musical background with my family. And, um, you know, I grew up listening to all different types of music. So, uh, you know, I have a good ear for, for picking, picking beats, man. There's no question about that. So, yeah, I take it serious. I, I mean, I took it serious. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not really a, like a, an artist with a long career, you know what I'm saying? I'm somebody who started writing rhymes when I was 12 years old um, because I couldn't afford DJ equipment so, and rapping was free. So I just did it just for, just to pass the time, man. And then, um, you know, all these years went by. And then when that pandemic, um, you know, started out, I got bored and I just started, uh, I don't know. I got the idea. A couple of things happened. It kind of sparked it off in my head. And, um, that was the birth of uh, this 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 whole project and everything that's gonna follow. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a yeah. I tell you one thing, man. That's a hell of a way to come into the game, bro. <laughs> I said in that. I said. I said. Uh, <laughs> I wait for the right moment and sneak in the game, like, bro. I really meant that. Like, I said that on different beats. Like one of the first bars of that record. I said, uh, I wait for the right moment to sneak in the game. Like, I. I 
the lyrics, <laughs> my lyrics are autobiographical, even when I'm telling jokes. Like they're based on a true uh, something that actually happened. Everything I write is based on something that happened um, in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. But you could tell, man, you I remember when you first told me you was like, man, Zaz, I'm doing an album, man. I'm working on it now. I said, wow, for real? I said, during that time frame, man, EP, still to this day, EPs are still like something that people go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I understand people always say, yeah, you know, the attention span is 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 real light right now with, with the with the folks, especially the younger people. You know, they they have a like a low tolerance when it comes to like, man, I gotta sit here and listen to 60 minutes worth of music. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think some of that is um is 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 attention span, but I think a lot of it's it's the streaming era. So you can get more streams on your, your joints if you have less of them and shorter songs and stuff. But um, sometimes, you know, it's a budget thing. You, you, it costs a lot of money to, to make an extensive uh, one project. Um, and also, not just the money, but, you know, sometimes people don't want to put all the work into one project. They'd rather just spread it out because it, it's an oversaturated market right now. So, you know, the, people want to yeah. put out a lot of projects. My mentality is different. I look at it like this. We're in the year 2022 right now, as we speak. And if you look back, you look at like a Dr. Dre, how many studio albums does he have since his first yeah. one? Think about yeah, that. What right. does he got, two? Like real, right. like legit studio albums that in 30 years. And if, if you know, it, it, less is more, I look at it like a less is more kind of mentality as far as like flooding, you know, there was a time when flooding, um, flooding the game was like the, the way to go, but it's like, it's already like everybody's throwing mud at the wall to see what sticks. And there's so much, it's oversaturated. So I, I just rather focus on like these pieces, these projects that, and make them as, as great as possible. I mean, I mean, I'll probably do EPs at some point, but I want to lay out some kind of foundation. Like I always think of classic albums, like, like Raekwon, like, you know, only built for Cuban links and how, how much that, um, you know, had an impact on me when I was young, when I was a kid, you know what I mean? So and how to this day I could put that in and it still sounds crazy. So like, and, and all types of albums from all types of legendary um, MCs. And, um, you know, it, it, the EPs are cool, but I want something that's going to stick to my ribs. You know what I mean? Like I want that real substance that is unforgettable. That's what I'm trying to do when I put these projects out. And for this particular project, you know, that was my main goal. I wanted, you know, people, I, I reverse engineered it. I thought about like, if I hear a record that I never heard before for the first time and I look to see when it was recorded and it's, you know, I look it up and it was like, it says 1971. I'm like, damn, I'm here I am all these years later hearing this for the first time. So I thought, well, would it be, it would be dope to create a project that somebody, you know, 45, 50, you know, 80 years from now, here's my project for the first time. And it's like, yo, who the hell, you know, who's that? You know what I mean? And they want to look it up, get curious. Um, yeah. That, cause I, I grew up on all different like soul music and classic salsa music and like Frank Sinatra and all like a wide range in R&B and, um, and um, like Caribbean music, all types of music, you know what I mean? So like, but I love the old, the old school music 
Um, and I wanted to kind of give that old school timeless, I like to call it timeless uh, feel. You know what I mean? Like that timeless vibe. Something yeah. that won't have an expiration date. You know what I mean? <clears throat> exactly. You know, I could relate, man, because in 2005, I put out the album Man Brook Phil. And, Word. you know, that, that joint right there, I don't even promote it as much. I don't put it out there because I want people to find out. You know what I'm saying? Go back. 2005, yeah. um, you know, it ended up being number 54 on the iTunes charts and the hip hop joint at the time. No promotion, no nothing, no social media, no Facebook. You know what I'm saying? It was all like, if your joint was hot, people was going to play that joint. So when I seen you take the gamble, right, saying gamble because you're putting a, a full length album out there in the time where everybody is putting out EPs. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to still do it the old school way, no doubt. And yeah. I think you did a hell of a job. You know what I'm saying? You're very versatile, like you said. Uh, you know, serious. You know, you 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 got stories, and you also got that sense of humor at the same time. And I think that's awesome, man. I think a well-versed artist should be able to give off, you know, certain styles. You know what I mean? Because I like when people say, "Yeah, that's my style." Though, no, no, no. You're rocking the style now. But yeah. you got elements of what's out there already because you're not creating from the scratch. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're creating when something's already on the foundation, everything's laid out. But you're just coming in putting in your two senses what you think hip hop should sound like or whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's, that, that's something that I look at. And um, at the end of the day, man, I told you from the beginning, man, I'm a fan. You know, I appreciate what you're doing. And, um, you know, I was like, man, you know what? We got to do something. You know, I told you, I said, yo, you want to, you know, get on one of the verses there, man, for, for the Casey Jones projects I'm working on. And you was like, yeah, man. And when you sent that back, I played that John for Casey. He was like, yo, man, he's pretty good. I said, yeah, man, he's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like, I love it. You know, I see you, you know, and I, and I see the comments and I see how people react to your music and man, it's, it, it's, it's a blessing, man. It really is, man. And I applaud you for that, my brother. Salute, man. No doubt. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Everything. I mean, to, I mean, to be honest, man, you know, you supported me from, from the first episode of Let's Chop It Up With Zaz, man. You know, I saw you in the comments. And I'm like, damn, this brother for real. You know what I mean? He's a good dude, man. Yeah, I watched the interviews, man. I watched, I watched the interviews, and um, you know, well, here's the thing, bro. You're you're documenting. You're doing something. Um, I don't know if you look at it like this, but you're you're doing something where you're actually capturing history. You're literally capturing history that not everybody not everybody else is uh is capturing, and you're doing it in a different way. Than a normal interview you do it more in a conversational way you know what i mean versus the, the yeah. journalist is going to ask these like open-ended questions and then like follow those questions up with these other questions like very targeted trying to get specific answers like uh almost like they're interrogating somebody so i see you're doing these interviews with a lot of legendary people too so i'm seeing that you're documenting you know a piece of their history and I, you know, so it's a it's a different perspective than all the other uh, 
content that I've seen, you know what I mean? On, on YouTube or anywhere online in the past. Like, I mean, you've had some pretty, what, I think you have Royal, Royal Flush on there. Like, I think that was one of the first ones I've seen. Yeah, yeah, Royal Flush. Like, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Royal Flush. Like, I was, yo, Shout that, that album. Flush, man. That's my guy right there, man. That album, bro. That was, man, when I was mm -hmm. hustling back in the day, like, in that, at the time, because that's, you know, I was running around doing some things back at that particular. Yeah, It was 97, and that was, like, my anthem, bro. That, that, that album was, that was like, that was like, that was like my theme music, bro. Like when I woke woke up in the morning and went outside, you know what I mean? Yo, Hustler, still to this day, that's my theme music. And when I spoke to him, he was like, yo, man, you know, I wanted to make timeless music, man. I said, man, I think you conquered that, my brother. Yeah, you are that. a yep. legend in hip hop. That album there, bro. Yeah. Come on. Man. You had Noriega on there and all that. I mean, you made it yep. happen, man. This a lot of people don't know. Royal Flush is a smart dude, man. He's a smart dude. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because you yeah, don't see definitely. him all, see him all over the place, and, and you know, videos and all that. Don't be fooled. My man is making money, man. He does his thing. Yeah. Bro. Ain't no slouch, man. So yeah, man. To see that, man. I think that you. I think that you conquered that, bro. I think you conquered that, man. Because the sound that tell. you have, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. it's telling, you know what I'm saying? And it's telling because the real hip hop heads are chiming in, man. And I think that at the end of the day, you know, we the ones that listen to hip hop. So we the ones that could tell you, yo, dog, this joint I right, or this joint's not I. Right. You feel me? Because we listen to this every day. Yeah. And we know when you're trying to feed us the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that you conquered that, man. You gave us different styles. You gave us different sounds. Uh, it's up the same alley, but at the same time, you could tell, you know, the difference between producers. And yeah. I think that you handpicked these beats and you made sure that they were crafted to your liking for you to be able to do your thing on them, man. Yo, salute, my brother. Salute, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, like that's my favorite part of the process is the beats, is, is to uh, to seek out the beats. Um, Bro, I'm I'm picky when it comes to beats. I don't like a lot of beats. Um, I'll get a folder from a producer, and it might have a hundred beats in it, and I might only love, and I'm gonna use the word love. I might love one or two out of the hundred, and then I might, I might like four other ones, but like ain't enough for me. It had the beat yeah. has to it has to sing to my spirit to the point where I get so I get um. Uh, what do you call it? Stimulated? Like, like, like you have to write, yeah. you need that beat and you don't care. You just, you need that beat. And you need it right now because it's making you, it's inspiring you right now to write, to get it out, whatever it is inside that you got to write. That's, those are the only times where I, I'm like, that's how I pick my beats. That's my process. So like, there's only a couple producers that I've dealt with where I liked the majority of what I heard. And, um, there's very few of them, but, and and uh, you know I work with a, a, a range on this project. You know every you know Domingo, that I got to meet him a long time ago. The first time I ever recorded in a big studio was actually he was there, and it was, I got to rhyme on one of his beats. This was a long time ago, but he's one of the few guys that would, you know, um, when when uh, when I needed beats and I hit him up, like I liked mm. probably sixty percent of the joints he sent me, which is rare. And I was and you know, I was like, oh man, this is crazy. And then like with OP Super, he's another that guy, he's a musician. He's not just uh 
like a yeah. producer. He he plays keys. He plays the guitar. Well, if you let that different beast record, there's a guitar in the in the hook. He's playing a guitar on that joint. He's actually mm. playing it. Like, um, I tell him what kind of beat I'm looking for, kind of vibe I'm looking for. I, I tell him exactly. Hello. Hello. Uh, it's doing that again. Hello? Hello. Oh, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I lost you there for a minute. Yeah, man. So continue. What you were saying? I was saying like, um, I'll tell OP Super like how many BPM, uh, you know, how many beats per minute that I want, like in a range. I'll tell them like, yo, I want something between 85 and 90 BPM. Um, and I want it to have a soulful kind of feel. I want some strings on it. I want, you know, that kind of thing. And he'll literally cook something up and email it like the next day and it like custom. And I'll be hey. like, what, how the hell did you do, bro? What? <laughs> like, and he plays it and he's like, do you want a sample or no sample? He could do either one. Like I got a joint from him that you would swear Timberland did it. Mm. And I'll, yeah. And I, I set it aside. I'm like, I'm going to do our, I'm going to have an R&B singer on that and do like i put that out as a single like in the future some at some point but um that's how dope he is and i'm like i never work with nobody like that who's like he's just a musician he's like he's incredible so and he can do all different styles of music and it's just crazy but um you got him and you know found mouth he, he does like what he does with like the, the acid pro and he's like making yeah, beats in the basement pro, and all that that's amazing man yeah, like, and, and just to hear what he does, and he's got his own sound and simple cuts. He's he's uh got that real warm, like what I classify as like warm soul. He's he's always digging in the crates, getting the the, the vinyl, and um chopping up these these like soulful records from the '60s and '70s, Motown and, and stacks. You know, the, the the classic soul sound of the, the Detroit sound, the Philadelphia soul sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like. Those particular producers, I hear a lot of uh, a lot of the, the kind of flavor that 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 inspires me to write. You know what I mean? That's why I grad I kind of gravitate towards them. Tobes, he's another one. You know, I heard what he did with R.J. Payne and uh, Denon Porter. He produced like for R.J. Payne, and he was the first. That's the first time I heard Tobes. I was like, "Who did this beat?" It was R.J. Payne joint. I'm like, man, I looked him up, and I was like, man, I'm gonna holler at him. And hmm. um, you know, I've been building with him because. Just super talented, you know what I mean? And um, everybody I work with, Noise Machine, he's another one, man. He works with like Planet Asia and a few other people. And um, you know, uh, I don't want to skip nobody. Jay Depina, you know, he's another one. He's dope, man. It's like you know, it's been fun, man. It was I had a lot of fun putting that project together, putting out nostalgic energy, man. It's had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be fun. If it ain't fun, you shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Shouldn't do it, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that, man. So let me ask you, man, are you a fan of your music, man? And what I'm asking is, do you just record, put it out, and then you might listen to it here and there? Or do you always listen to your music? Um, I listen to my music. I, I do listen to it. I don't listen to it like I don't overdo it. Um, I'm not one of those like delusional types. There's a lot of delusional people that, you know, make shitty music and then they'll, they'll play it over and over and they swear to the illest, they made the dopest thing in the world. But it's like, 
not really as good as it. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah I'm. I don't. I. You know what? When if I really am in the mood to hear what I make, because my music is based on mood. You know, like like it's based on mood. So like, um, if I'm in the mood for that type of like thing, I'm. Yeah, I, I listen to my music, no question, bro. Like some of those records, I made a record called uh, "Freeze Time." That that shit was like painful to write that record for me. Mm. So that record I don't listen to too much because it, it really brings up a lot of issues that I have, you know, personal shit. Uh yeah. like that I wrote about the struggle, like some real serious struggle that I that I dealt with over the years and just uh that was crazy to write that shit. So like uh you know, I don't listen to that one a lot because that one brings out emotion in me. Um let it go. That one um that's another one because I'm kind of talking about like growth, like growing away from the past. Like you grow as a man. I, a lot of people I met um, that I knew back in the day uh, that I run into now, if I go back back home and I see them in the street, a lot of them haven't grown at all. The same person mentally, like they haven't grown at all. Like and I, I changed, bro. I made it out. I got out. You know what I mean? I, I read a lot of books and my brain, my whole mindset changed over the years. And um, I'll bump into people that didn't grow and they're still the same. They're like 19 years old in the head, but they're like 40 years old now, like physically, but they're mentally still yeah, 19. Yeah, that is true. Some people yeah. don't know how to grow, man. That's why they get yeah, fall, I, they go fall behind. And then they then they feel some kind of way. Oh, you don't know nobody you better than everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that shit that I've, I've had to deal with a lot of that personally. And uh, that's why I talk about, so, you know, I got different joints that talk about that. Like, let it go. If you listen to the lyrics on that, you, you, you're hearing a lot of that. Um, mm. I mean, in the beginning of the song, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll call you. I'll call you later. I'll call you later. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic move right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Nah, nah, we good, though. No, nah, I'm t- nah, I'm going to hit you, though. For yeah, real, yeah. Hit me. I got you, B. Come on, man. Oh man, you exactly. ain't never called me, man. Man, I be I be busy, fam. I ain't I ain't out here playing, B. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, because you, you know, you you moved, you moved out. Of, you're from New York, right, originally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you moved to like Phil like Philly? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so like me, I'm from Jersey, but um I moved to Florida. Um I lived in Detroit for a while and I I've done a lot of business in a lot of different places, North Carolina, I'm in Las Vegas a lot. So uh, I move around, you know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't stay like in the hood. Like I didn't just stay in the hood and like never leave. Like some people, yeah. <laughs> I go back and like, there's so many people that never left or, or, uh, or they left, but they come back, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, or they go to, you know, they go to prison or something and they come home and it's just like, they just go back to the same, the same mm-hmm. thing. And like, I'm not doing none of that. And I'm not doing the drugs and all of that. I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not going that route. You know, I changed, bro. So for yeah. me, I talk a lot of positivity in, in the lyrics. Not everybody want to hear that shit, but motivation, positivity. But I curse and tell raunchy jokes in my shit too. So it's kind of, I'm a mixed bag as far as like, um, as what you get, like, uh, you know, as far like as a person, and it, it reflects in the in the music. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you can Bro, definitely tell, man. I'm annoyed by how much like I love like what Griselda did. You know, that was that was when I saw what they were yeah. doing. It kind of it got me. 
it got me kind of um you know like like it got my attention like all oh, dudes are making street music again and uh, i thought that was dope but now what i'm hearing is a lot of uh there's a lot of artists out here that are like you know 35 40 50 years old making street records talking about they're hustling in the streets and doing all this you know grimy you know street living the street life and i'm like bro you really talking about that at 40 something years old you still talking about that like really like it's like you didn't grow mentally and i'm hearing so much people trying to regurgitate or emulate what other people do instead of get their own style be yourself like that's you know so i tried to just be me on this joint you know and um hopefully people can relate you know yeah, man, I'm pretty sure they are, man. I'm pretty sure they are. They will. And it's going to be for times to come, man. Nostalgic, man. Prop the hustler. I wanted to bring you up here today, man, because I feel like you're for the DJs. I feel like your music is for the DJs. All DJs out there, man, playing Prop the Hustler, man. Yo, big ups to y'all, man, for real, though. Yeah, salute to the DJs, man. I, you know, that's the thing. Like, for me, if we go back to, like, the, the early 90s, I became a mixtape head. So I used to go out in the streets all around New York City, all around New Jersey, like from downtown Newark, Patterson, New Jersey. I used to go up to Harlem, the 125th Street. I used to go on Canal Street. I used to go to the Bronx on Fordham Road. I used to go, some some days I would go all the way out to uh, Jamaica Ave in Queens. Okay. And um, I would look for mixtapes that I couldn't find at other places. Like I look for the ones that not everybody had because certain spots would have, um, you know, exclusives that nobody else had. So I was ahead, like for the tapes, I would take the train everywhere. And I would do that usually on like a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? And um, that was like a thing. So the DJs, these mix shows going on right now for me, it's big. Like, I started awesome, building man. an email list and just just emailing all these dudes from 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 the very beginning when I first started putting singles out and um it's I've been getting a great reception from from all the DJs most DJs not to say everybody but like yo even some big names like when I first sent a record to DJ Eclipse bro I didn't expect him to just put it on on Shade Forty Five like that yo <laughs> I was sad. like what like I sent one record to him and it ended up on on um on Shade Forty Five like the week after I sent it. That's I couldn't amazing, believe it. Bro. Yeah, and like the DJ Eclipse, man, no doubt, man. Yeah, salute to him and everybody else out there. There's a lot of yes. DJ Butters always looking out, and you know DJ Glab Styles, man. Glib Styles, yeah, Glib man. Styles, See reality man. and yeah, yeah. DJ just, Mega, uh, man. Shout out to DJ Mega. Yo, make sure every Friday at seven o'clock on For the DJs podcast. Well, for the DJs radio podcast. Make sure y'all get on there. At seven o'clock every Friday, DJ Mega takes over the podcast and represents. You know what I'm saying? You're going to read is the replay of what happens on Sunday on No Wax Shit Sundays. You know what I'm saying? It's a DJ replay. Mega. Catch up. DJ Mega, let's go. Orlando, oh, right? Wow. He's out of Orlando, right? Yes, indeed, man. He calls himself the the PF Cutting of Orlando. You know what I mean? Well, it's out. Salute to PF Cutting too. He's another one. I send records yes, to him. And he plays Cutting. them joints, bro. It's crazy. No doubt, man. But yeah, prop man. I wanted to bring you up here, man. I'm, you know, I'm amazed, man. And at the end of the day, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you do for me and my music. Cause when I reach out, you're always right there for me. Just know that, vice versa, my brother. Anytime you need me, I'm right there for you, man. You feel me? 
Absolutely, man. No doubt. I appreciate you, man. I'm grateful, bro. For real. No doubt, man. Yeah, man. This is for the DJs radio, man. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Same thing. For the DJs radio. Boom. Boom. It's all good, man. So, yeah, prop, man. Be good, my brother. Take care of yourself, man. Keep shining, man. The word is yours, man. You too, bro. Appreciate you, man. Peace out. Peace.